What if we have it all wrong? I felt a profound emphasis on those last three words. <laughs> it. Yeah, that was by design. That was by design. Yeah. It. Well, besides that being a question I used to ask myself and my staff <laughs> after we would get our tails kicked. Uh-huh. Not often, but occasionally. I think thankfully. we I think we ask it a lot of ourselves. What if but I have it all wrong? Yeah, what if I have it all wrong? A story comes to mind. Uh-huh. I like your stories. I'm well, intrigued. I'm glad somebody Let's likes Let's go. Oh, no, I think, I think I'm not alone. Based on our, our, uh, our feedback, I'm not the only one. So keep going. Okay. This is the story of humanity. Oh. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. I like that. I could tell you the story of humanity. You actually could tell me. I could tell the story. I think most people know it. it could, it's repeated over, over and over, over again. Thus, the over. title, The exactly. Story of Humanity. Well, go ahead. Well, it's the, uh, it's the quest for somebody else's definition of success. You, <laughs> you phrased it so much better than I was going to say it. Well, I'm a nerd. That's what I get paid I the big bucks chasing, to do. I was going to say chasing after someone else's definition. Yeah. But the word quest? The oh. quest is fun. But we go on these quests. Hey, the holy grail, the ultimate quest, right? All these people go on these crusades. Somebody else's definition of success. And look at the, the carnage and all the garbage that came out of that. Like that's, that, And this is why this is the story of humanity, is we consistently make this mistake over and over and over again through generations of time and throughout all of history. I think I could make a list right now. Mm-hmm. Big list. Ready to go. Trophies. Trophies. Money. Mm-hmm. Status. Yep. Titles. Preach. Rankings. Preach. Superficial beauty. Yes. Do you, you know what they all are? Uh, they are all traps. Ooh, every one of those is a trap that we fall into. The old trap door. Yep. That cheese looks so good. (laughs) And then, and the peanut butter on top. Bam, snap. Yep. And that's what happens. And we're the mouse. We get snapped chasing somebody else's cheese. Yikes. Yeah. And yet we continue to repeat it. Yep. So where are we going to go well, with this? So we've been talking about transforming stress. And this fits so beautifully in with the idea of transforming stress because so much stress comes from this quest that we go on to get somebody else's definition of success. And that is why this fits so nicely in with transforming stress. Because if we want to help our teen athletes and team performers to truly transform their stress and be able to handle that stress in an elite manner, helping them create their own definition of success is an incredibly worthy endeavor. And it gets and them off this wheel of chasing somebody else's definition of success. What you said right there is exactly what we're trying to do in this third yep. episode of the Transforming Your yep. Stress series, and that is help your teen to divine, to help your teen to define their definition of success. Yep. And we also want the parents to do it Yep. for themselves. Be willing to define your own success, help your teen, coach your teen, dare I say, stop parenting, start coaching, coach your teen through the process of creating their own definition of success. 
And then the most challenging part of all, being able to step back and allow your team to operate with their definition of success. And that, that can be the most challenging part. Right. We're going to finish up the episode with that. I yep. want to I want to go back to these traps. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of this list now. What are these, what are these traps well, what are some, What are some of those traps again? Okay. I've got superficial beauty. Yep. The beauty the, pageants the and everything. Looks, yep. Status. Mm-hmm. Titles. Yep. Like, you know, certain positions. The president. In companies, at schools. Mm-hmm. Money. Mm-hmm. For sure. Trophies. Definitely. GPA. Yep. Rankings. Rankings. So. My daughter is the first chair. Yes. Violinist. Mm-hmm. My. My, hey, how many times have you seen the bumper stickers? My child is a honor roll student at X and X middle school or high school. Yeah. Or even elementary school. Heaven oh, forbid. way to go. You just made, <laughs> you just, you just got those. My homeschool. <laughs> You just got those bombs, man. I, I hope you. so. Yeah. Because it's, that, that's a way that we glorify somebody else's definition of success. But you asked what do all those have in common. Yes. And you know what they all have in common? They're all uncontrollable. I'm going to fight you on. Please do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think the listeners enjoy it when we have a little bit of fisticuffs. GPA. Yes. This grade, this, this grade is up to me. You're right. It is. But who controls it? Well, me as the teacher. I'm going to be an obstinate teen and say that I control it by doing my work. That's fine. Do your work. But at the end of the day, as a teacher, I get to put that grade in and I have control over it. You sound a little bit like an evil teacher. I know. And but some teachers are like that. You probably had a teacher like that, especially when you got into college, right? Oh, English classes, history. But you write something that they don't agree with. Well, it doesn't matter how good it is. I don't know if I had any in. I know Before I had one college. in college. I definitely had one in college. Yep. College is usually where, because there's, there's enough administrative control that teachers are a little reluctant to jump in and do something like that. But we all know students, like you, I know you've had some on your team, maybe even your own kids. I know I've had some on my team um, and definitely my own kids where the teacher holds a really hard line on certain things and your kid really, really tries hard, but maybe the teacher doesn't do test retakes, or maybe they only get one retake, or maybe they can only make up a certain percentage of points. And at the end of the day, their best effort ends up with an A minus. Yeah, I always thought one of the worst grades that came out of my calculator was an A minus. <laughs> a minus and D minus. People love A's, people didn't care about F's, but boy, a D minus. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the mother of all yeah. bad grades was an A minus. Yeah, well, so close. But that and that ultimately is where the controllable, uncontrollable aspect of grades rears its ugly head is when it comes down to just some of those little percentage point issues. And and some teachers will budge on that and some teachers won't. But that highlights the fact that GPA ultimately slots into an uncontrollable. I can control my attitude and effort. I can give my best effort, but that may not turn into a 4.0 GPA. I can tell you a story about when I avoided a trap. Oh, I think I avoided a trap. Avoiding traps is always good. I, and I remember being a young head coach at a school that was in rebuilding mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous season had not been 
up to expectation. <laughs> Very <laughs> and, substandard. And when I came in, I remember being told by the athletic director that if you win two games this next year, you're, you're a genius. So I guess I was a really super genius because I won five games. Let's go. And then uh, and things got much better after that. In fact, the, it was either the next year or the year after, we really started to improve the program and we had some better players and good players and I felt like we had installed our our culture and all of a sudden we get ranked in the top five <laughs> in the state and blessing and a curse blessing and a curse and I remember uh, calling uh, a colleague at another school we were about the same age and but we were at very different schools at during that time period in fact he was at a gold mine school that was winning championships and had a pipeline of talent that was at the time mm -hmm. it was they deep. they were yeah they were deep. loaded they were loaded they were the school to beat and uh, they were rarely beaten and so here he was and I maybe knew what his answer was going to be but I just was have always been curious and loved to learn from other coaches and so I called him up and asked him hey. What do you, how do you address the ranking issues? You, you guys are you know, a perennial uh, team in the rankings. And, and uh, he just simply said, we don't address it. We don't talk about it. And I remember, and that's, I followed suit and just never talked about rankings with my teams. Even, even our later teams that ended up you know, playing for championships and uh, for several years, we had teams that were ranked. Easy trap to fall into. Very easy. I can totally verify that story, by the way, because I happen to be an assistant coach at the school that you reached out to. And that was just, that was how we did things. We, we did not talk about rankings. That just wasn't something that came up. It wasn't something we could control. And we tried intentionally to keep the focus on the controllable things. Why are we so enamored with well, rankings and status? <laughs> I, I'm the I, ESPN. I said this in the last episode, and I'll die on this hill. I blame ESPN and I blame Disney for these things <laughs> because they put it out. Hey, they have this idealized picture of how things go. ESPN always has their top 10 plays, everybody wants to end up on the top 10 plays. Everybody wants to be the one that has the highlight. People talk about the teams that win the championships. Everybody wants to be, excuse me, talked about. And so we run into a problem because our culture loves the team on top. We love to rank things out so we know exactly where we stand with that. And it's not an inherently bad thing to do. However, it's totally uncontrollable. So when we try to tie this back to the idea of helping our teens create a definition of success. Time out, time uh -oh. out, time out. I am buying you. I know this is totally possible because you know I love to live in the land of possibilities. Yes. There has got to be a company out there. If any listener, if you can help me out with this, I will pay you back. I am going to find a company that will create a dartboard that <laughs> has Mickey Mouse, <laughs> taking up the large portion can you visualize right in the middle and then above the top of the the Between top the part ears. Uh, above the ears uh mickey is going to have an espn banner yes i will throw darts at that all day long shots fired and it's i shouldn't just limit it to them because it really is it's the culture as a whole and i don't think it's done intentionally it's just what sells because they're after money 
which is you know the ultimate scoreboard. So we have to help our teens to, to really create something that they can control because that's how you can measure success and have it be really meaningful without it being stress-inducing. We're talking about transforming stress ultimately. And when we take control of our definition of success, it puts the power in our hands to really manage and transform stress. Because you're going to have stress on your journey to success, whether it's your definition or someone else's. You can't eliminate it. You can't eliminate it, but you can transform it by taking ownership of what you think success looks like. So as parents, when we take ownership of what we think success looks like and we base it on the controllable things, that we can manage, that we can control, that sets us up for most, the highest probability of success as a parent. Right, so the parents have their definition of success. Yep. I always contend that the, the, the most important definition of success is the teens. Yeah. How do you help, as a parent, how do you help your teen to define what success is for them? Some good conversations, the QOC, uh, the tool that, that we have um, that they can pick them on. What is a QOC? The question only conversation. Okay. And that's as a parent where you put the emphasis on listening and really diving into that topic and helping your child to explore what success would look like for them. How would you know that you were successful at something? And they're going to give you the canned answers. So you have to be ready as a parent to dig deeper. For example, the GPA thing. I do this as teachers or as a teacher. Kids, what's your definition of success as a student? Get a 4.0. Okay, that's awesome. Do you control that? And then they have, they have to start coming into reality of, well, I don't have total control, but what do you control? Well, I control how much effort I put into doing my assignments. Can I do them on time? And now we start to create some measurable things that they can actually track that they have control over. Are you doing all your assignments on time? That's a way better definition of success than an A at the end because I can we, control if I do something on time. And as we know, whatever is measured and tracked can be improved. Right. But and we don't usually improve. jump in the process. We wait and say, well, we'll track the grades at the end. Or the bigger mistake that parents often make that kills their kids and causes so much stress for their kids is they track their grades every day. And in tracking their grade every day, now it becomes a problem. And you're, you're not putting the metric on the, the right thing. Are they doing their assignments on time? That's a way better measure than whether or not they have an A at this given moment during the term. The grade really only matters at the end of the term. Control the controllables in the meantime, and you'll eventually get closer to the grade that you want. Right. So we have the parent's definition of success. We have the teen's definition of success. <laughs> now we get into the, the whole question of unification and alignment. Yeah. Is it absolutely necessary? Is it desirable? Is it, I mean, is it ideal to be unified and aligned together on the definition of success? Because I know in a perfect world, maybe it is, but it's not always going to be in perfect alignment. Yeah, you're, you're very right. That's a great point, Steve, and some great questions there. As a parent trying to help our teens to transform their stress, having their definition of success, and this is why as a parent you should be involved and understand from their perspective what success looks like to them, because that is more important in my relationship with my kid than my definition of success for them. Again, tying back to the idea of controllable and uncontrollable, I can't control my kids as much as I've tried. <laughs> as much as they'll tell you I've tried. It's when, when I start trying to shape their definition of success, I want my son to get this scholarship at that school. 
that's my measure of success. Now, if it happens to be his, that's awesome because now we can work together. But if it's not his, his matters more. Like you said, his will matter more than mine will. And I have to, as a parent, deal with that. And now we go back to the idea of modeling, transforming myself and getting myself to a place where I can really help them chase their definition of success and not have my worth as a parent attached to their outcomes. Tough stuff. Wow. It's a I'm, big, I'm letting out a big sigh because this is so difficult. Such a, a bouncing act. You know what? It's, we have a course that we've made called the scoreboard course. And when parents have gone through this, it has so, been so beneficial for them in helping them to work through this. Cause this is a challenging topic. And it's so like, we need the guidance. We need to have that work that we put in so we can get really clear about what success looks like for us. And we can help our kids get really clear about what success will look like for them. And if you understand those two things, which the scoreboard course does a great job of helping people to do, that's when you're able to elevate the relationships. That's when transformation happens. Yeah, baby. And that's what we're, we're transforming stress. Performance stress is gonna happen. For athletes, for performers, performance stress will happen. Clarity of definition of success helps transform that stress into a beneficial thing that propels you forward, not holds you back. Into excitement. Yep. Where momentum can be created yep. and, and sustained for yep. long periods of time. And you find joy in the journey. You remember why you started playing. Right. And how cool of an experience would that be for a parent to see their kids and just be able to enjoy the journey, not stress about it, not worry, oh, is, you know, the coach hates him. You pass stuff like that because you've taken control of the definition of success. Love this. I love it too, but you know what else I love? Oh, I'm excited to hear. I love the new sound effect for Creation Corner. Yep. Ah. Was that cheesy enough? Oh yeah. That was cheesy oh, enough. Oh yeah, that's beautiful and cheesy. So let's get to Creation Corner. Let's do it. Now, Creation Corner is what Creation again? Corner is we are putting out a challenge ah, to yes. our parent listeners to go create this transformation, whatever it Make it happen for them. So yeah, it's make their it opportunity to create something new in their relationship. And it's going to be something specific. Love so it. we have something let's specific for this Creation I'll Corner. I'll play the sound again. Now we're in Creation Corner. I feel like I'm watching cartoons. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't get us started on cartoons now. <laughs> no, that's, we, a, that's yeah. a rabbit hole, yeah. pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the questions that we, we used yeah. for each of the three episodes in Transforming Your Stress series. Okay. The first one is, how do I manage or transform my emotions to benefit my performer? Yeah, and, and we talked about modeling and how significant that is. That's, as a parent, you want to model that and really practice taking the stress that you feel, taking the nervousness, the energy that's not great that you feel, and shifting that and shaping that into something. And you model for your kids how to do that. That helps them a lot. Excitement over yep. jitters. Excitement over jitters, triumph over stress. Okay, the second episode and the second question in creation corner is uh, why can't they see my point of view so that's coming from the team so the challenge right. would be to see their point of view and we went through a few questions just about you know what's a what's a day in their life like what's it like to be them 
what are some experiences they need to have in order to learn and to grow and really seeing life through their vision. Great. The third one, what if we have it all wrong? And that's the scoreboard, baby. That's getting that definition of success correct and making sure it's focused on things that we can control, both personally as parents, what can we control, and putting a definition of success to that, and then helping our kids do the same thing, define what success looks like for them. I think that's a wrap. Yeah, it's, it's been so awesome to talk about this stuff. We love this topic. Um, for this and more, follow us at Create, Transform, Become, all one word, on Facebook and Instagram. There'll be lots of posts there to help you out on your journey. You've got this great podcast you can listen to. And as always, we love to hear from you, our loyal listeners and our MVPs, the most valuable parents. Email us at createtransformbecome at gmail.com. Thanks, and we'll see you soon. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's create, transform, become, all one word, dot com. There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.